Welcome to the journey home, perfecting the art of connection through internal family systems. Hi, my name is Angela Carter and I'm your host. I'm the author of Give a Flying F About Your Thoughts They Matter and Releasing Trauma with Love. I'm also the creator of the Advancing Heart Protocol, a process to activate the parasympathetic nervous system to create safety in the body and then release and recode its emotional charge. I'm the director of the Consinity Group, which hosts three therapeutic services, the Trauma Release Centre, a neuroscience-based therapeutic service, the Phenomenal Therapist, an online self-led IFS group therapy community, and Consinity, where I support health professionals to thrive in their jobs and their lives through the integration of internal family systems. Now, some would describe me as a mother, a grandmother, a daughter, sister, friend, therapist, even a lover. But I describe myself as a sacred being, a warrior of the truth and a status quo disruptor. You see, I'm really passionate about everyone having access to -to up-to-date therapies and interventions that return them to their natural state. I call it the journey home. I'm an IFS informed practitioner and have over 100 hours of training under my belt. And I've also been in the trenches and done my own work and it's an ongoing journey. I'm not a purist when it comes to models, but I do love IFS and I integrate IFS into most areas of my work. For those of you that don't know anything about internal family systems or IFS as we all call it, IFS assumes that we are multiplicity beings with the healing energy of the self. And the self is the part of you that knows exactly who you are and what you want. It can't be damaged and it already contains the wisdom to heal internal and external relationships. So come on a journey with me and build a deeper connection with your inner world to illuminate the directions towards the life of your dreams through sacred messages and internal family systems. I bring you this podcast to connect with your sacred warrior, to attune yourself to self-leadership and reveal your innate gifts and call in your ideal reality by accessing and harmonizing parts of your psyche that have claimed your life. So let's begin today's journey. Welcome back. I'm just loving doing these podcasts and I, I only can do one a week so far and um, but I'm really loving what I'm doing and I hope that you're loving them too. And there's a part of me from last week's podcast that felt really inspired. You got me thinking about what inspiration is and for me it's different for everyone of course but for me feeling inspired means not following the herd, not following the crowd. It's about following my own inner guidance. I came across this poem by Dennis Jones and it's called Against the Grain. And it sort of really speaks to how I was feeling when I look at inspiration and when sometimes I'm told I'm non-compliant. I don't feel that there's a part of me that's non-compliant. I feel that the part that feels inspired and wants to get out there and do things gets held back by parts who are fearful of being ridiculed or put down or guilted or shamed. So here's this poem by Dennis Jones. I have gone with the flow. I've swum with the tide, boarded block book trains and enjoyed the ride. 
I've donned uniforms, marched in rank and file, wept when others wept and smiled when they smiled. I've saluted flags, I've sworn oaths, I've trodden beaten tracks, worn mass-made clothes. I've sung hymns, hit songs, or mouthed catchphrases. I've taken part in team games and run in races. I've passed exams based on set text, given the adjudicators what I thought they would expect. And yes, I've gone with the flow, but in the main, I think you'll find I much prefer to go against the grain. Now, I just love that poem because it really speaks to several parts of myself. There's a part of me that says we're here for our own unique experience. And if we just follow everything that everyone says that we're supposed to do or expect to do, that we miss out on so much. As a kid, I remember feeling different to other people, especially to other girls. I didn't seem to relate to them very well. They were all off doing this girly, giggly bitchy (laughs) after the boys thing and I just didn't want to do that there was a part of me that looked at them in in not disgust I can't say it was disgust but confusion really it's like why do you want to do that everyone's doing that it felt really weird and did I try and fit in uh yes of course because there's always parts of us that want to fit in There is a part that tries to be compliant because it believes that that's what we need to do to be liked or to love or to be seen or to be heard. But there are also parts of me that were like, why? Why do I need to do this? Now, I don't want to go into all the the therapeutic stuff around all of this about attachment styles and what type of attachment style I may have had growing up. But I know (laughs) through my own professional training and experience that my type of attachment style was very much uh, avoidant. I don't want to do what they're doing because what they're doing looks like they might get hurt. Because I would see girls going after boys and then I'd see them crying a couple of weeks or even a couple of days later. I'd see people in class trying to do their best and then they get upset when they got it all wrong. So it was like I'd made this decision that I'm not going to do what everybody else does. I'm going to do my thing. And it felt okay. It felt a bit isolating at times, but that was okay because there were parts of me that liked to be on my own. There are parts of me that love to shut myself in the bedroom, play my records, play my 45s, (laughs) 78s, that show my age. But it was true. And it didn't feel like I was missing out. It didn't even feel like I was going against the grain until I started to become an adult. And I started making some adult decisions that weren't approved by other adults, family especially. (laughs) And then it felt like I was going against the grain. But in my heart and soul, it never felt that way. But my mind and my parts would tell me something quite different. It was like... You need to do what people are telling you to do. You need to be compliant. You need to fit in with those social norms. You've got a family. You've got responsibilities. That means you have to do certain things. And don't get me wrong, I lived up to my responsibilities, absolutely. But there came a time when I needed to let the birds fly from the nest, only to be told that you don't do that, going against the grain. There were times when I would change jobs regularly but you don't do that going against the grain 
As I started to understand more about myself, I could see that there were these parts of me that were quite avoidant. They were avoiding being attached to anything long term. Because you know what you see growing up, you become too attached to anything, you get hurt. You don't want to do that. That seemed like compliance to me. Why would you want to be compliant? You do what everybody else does and what everybody else says you need to do. That looks really painful, going against the grain. What I didn't know back then, and what I didn't understand back then, was that these parts of me were looking after me because it was them that believed that I would get hurt. It was them that believed that I'd be judged, that I'd be ridiculed, that I'd be put down. So they would fight with the parts of me that went against the grain. But you see, they weren't parts. They were me. And so going with the flow can often mean being compliant. And there were parts of me that were never going to be compliant. Not because I wanted to disobey or wanted to be, I don't know. Let me think. Let me be with that. What is that? <gasps> that part says squashed. There was a part of me that didn't want to be squashed. A part of me that wanted to live, wanted to experience everything in life. The good, the bad, and the ugly. There was a part of me that really wanted humanity to relate to each other as equals, to really recognise the sacredness in each of us, in the world around us, to really unleash the beauty that hides even in the ugliest of scenes and sentiments. I'd seen some ugly scenes growing up, but I still believed in joy and peace and happiness. And if I'd have stayed compliant, I may not have seen that. You see, I'm a radical dreamer, a rebel. <laughs> and part of that brings light and a lot more positive to this beautiful, gracious world in which we live. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> it has its burdens. Because you start to think that you don't fit in, that you feel different to the rest of the world. And yet you see how things really are that others don't see. You see that there are smaller minds, fearful hearts, and people don't seem to receive all that they're being offered. And at times it would make me frustrated, but also make me feel lonely. So those frustrated and lonely parts, they got a real ignition of fire in their belly because they didn't want to be frustrated. They wanted a different role. And so as I worked with them, frustration turned into passion. Loneliness turned into owning who I am. I got to learn that universe loved me for taking an unusual route. That it loved my quirkiness and that it honoured me. That it let me know that things aren't impossible. That everything is possible, actually. <laughs> But it also needed me to see the parts of me that didn't believe that. Those critical parts that were told constantly, you're selfish, you don't care, you're weird. It was those parts that took me down. They took me down to a really dark place. It was those parts that felt like giving up. It was those parts that had a lot of guilt. It was parts that held on to shame. When I worked with those parts and I let them know who we really are, that what they'd experienced was not okay. How hurtful and harmful it was for them. And how I loved them for protecting me, for looking after me. But I asked them, would you like to come on a different journey with me? As you can imagine, 
There were some protectors around them. Some managers come rushing in. Don't go with her. You can't trust her. There was all the critics coming in and giving them reasons why. She doesn't listen to anyone. She does her own thing. She's not committed to anything. She's crazy. She's selfish. She'll only think of herself. She'll never think of you. She'll never put anyone else before you. It's just a battle. A battle that I honestly thought I was going to lose. But hey, I didn't. Because I'm here. So today I have a special message for you. If you can relate to those parts, you are someone who lives and breathes in the depths of creativity. You go against the grain. It's just your way. It's not wrong. You're not one of the followers, but you are an agitator. We need agitators in this world today. But like me, I'm sure you don't do it with a force of disrespectful chaos. You do it from a place of love and compassion for humanity. You really are a loving catalyst. And by simply being yourself, you constantly remind people that there's always another way. You're meant to be exactly who you are. You're meant to be the black sheep of the family, the square peg and the round hole. Really doesn't matter because you're just being you and you're here for a purpose. And yes, you do have to work with those parts that think differently, that tell you all those other stories. The parts that have been exiled because they're so fearful and so scared about what might happen to them if you were to know that they existed. But let them know that you survived that you're here and you're still doing what you do and you love them for being on this journey with you. Don't worry about the grain. Just let those parts know that the true nature of your being can never be changed. Self-energy cannot be fractured, cannot be broken. You're a sacred rebel. You live in a sacred space, your heart, which is your home. And now it's time to accept who you are and allow your truth to be freely expressed. There might be some parts going, oh, you can't do that. But let them know. Don't worry about the effects of going against the grain. Because when you know that you're working in your truth, you will attract support, protection, and energy that you need to thrive in that space. So when they come in and those managers try to manage everything and huddle everybody around, just ask them. Sit in a circle, hold hands. Let me know your worries. Let me know your fears. Because I want to know your truth. And let them know because you're standing in your truth, your self-truth, your sacred divine truth. And that you'll never forget them. And that you're not dismissing them. You're just inviting them to sit in a circle to be with you. And let you know what they need from you. Honour them. Thank them. Show them gratitude and respect. They've had to do it hard. They've been deep in the trenches for such a long time. As you go against the grain, they're trying to pull you back to be compliant. It's been a hard job for them. But let them know that you survived. Remind them constantly that you survived. That your power comes from aligning from your inward and outward self. Outwardly, you align with your spiritual nature. Inwardly, you align with them, offering them love and compassion. When you can step into this space, you will find other like-minded souls. You will find there's lots of black sheep, lots of square pegs, lots of agitators. They're all out there, all conjuring up a better vision for our world. Be proud to be one of them. To go against the grain is not wrong. It's not selfish. It's who you are. 
It's what you're here to do. It's who you're meant to be. I invite you just to take a moment, just to invite any parts, any protectors or managers, when they hear this, are just running around in your mind, in your body, in your psyche, in your memories. And just ask them to gently step forward and just see what their concerns are. You've no doubt been going against the grain all your life. And they have no doubt been with you since birth, maybe even conception. There may be even a few legacy burdens amongst them all. Legacy burdens are burdens that are imposed on us generally by our family, by previous generations. Let them know that you're there, that you're going to take time to work with them, to understand them, to really get to honour and know them. And at times when they let you go with the flow, you can thank them, but also know that they did this amazing job of working with you because without them, you may not be where you are today. You may have been one of those compliant people, one of the people that did everything they were asked to do. They're still sad, you may be sad. So if any parts of your system feel agitated or activated, place your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath into your abdomen. Just allow your abdomen to extend. And as you exhale, allow your abdomen to contract just activate your ventral vagal state your place of peace place of social engagement and just take your parts into this place if any parts are residing in your chest in your neck back of your head your abdomen just invite them all to be with your breath if you're standing, you might find as you do this that your body naturally wants to move. Parts love movement. It's their way of being released, that stagnant energy that they've been holding on to all of this time. Just allow your body to do whatever your body needs to do. And if you can be with those parts wherever they reside in your body, if there's tension, if there's aches, if there's pains, just acknowledge them, don't judge them. Be curious if you spend time with them, what happens if you allow them to move in whichever way they want to move? Do they feel softer, more supple, feeling as though they're getting lighter and releasing? If you use your breath, can you feel them relaxing? And just let them know that you're aware that they're there, that you really appreciate the amazing job that they've been doing all of your life. And you're not asking anything of them right now. You're not asking them to shift. You're not asking them to change. You're not even asking for their story unless they absolutely feel that they need to share that with you. You're just letting them know that when they're with you in self-energy, in this sacred space, they're safe. And you can take them to this place as often as you like. So just spend just a few more moments to just be with any of these parts that have been fearful when you've gone against the grain.
Let your body move, let your breath be soft and let all your attention be with them. beautiful just show them appreciation in whichever way feels appropriate for you ensure that it comes from a place that feels authentic and real and when that feels complete you can come back out and just gently open your eyes I love the fact that I go against the grain that I'm the black sheep the square peg but it hasn't as I said it's not always been easy you will find that there will be some parts that will react, but we love those parts. They're the parts that we want to really honour and respect because they allowed you to be where you are today. They worked hard to get you to this place. And if you can be in that place of compassion and curiosity and have some clarity around why they're doing what they're doing, it'll all make sense to you. So I hope you've been Enjoy today's episode and feel inspired and knowing that being the black sheep, the square peg, you're supporting humanity to rise, shining more light on the planet. So honour those parts and the parts that got you here. Until next time, take care. Thank you for journeying with me today and if you like this episode you can subscribe, like or share it with your friends, loved ones and colleagues. If you want to stay connected with me or to find out a little bit more about what I do you can find me at my three websites traumareleasecenter.com, consinity.co and phenomenaltherapist.com. You can also connect with me at my Facebook, Phenomenal Therapist, The Journey Home. And if you'd like to purchase any of my books, you'll find them on Amazon. And if you would really like to continue this journey and receive a complimentary digital copy of my book, please feel free to contact me at any of the websites that I've mentioned. I also have a free resource for you if you'd like to experience the internal family systems journey in the comfort of your own home. And again, you will find that at phenomenaltherapist.com. If you want to access affordable live group IFS therapy, join our Journey Home community. You will find us at phenomenaltherapist.com. So thank you for taking the time to share this journey with me. Until the next time, listen for those sacred messages.